You gotta start recording. recording. Yeah. Right, now we're recording. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. So, all right. So now we're recording. Um, to start over. So this is the Houston H Town Haps podcast featuring Armando, and I got Mr. Carlos Moreno, straight up Carlos from Colom- Colombia. Colombia, Medellin. Yeah. Where oh, the mountains are at? The Medellin. mountains. Yes. Yep. So, um, born in Colombia, raised in New York City. What? Yeah. Raised in NYC. Cheers yep. to that. Cheers, man. It's awesome. Well, NYC. How did you get up to NYC all the way from the mountains of Colombia? Man, when I was like little, my family was like, "We're gonna go north, right?" North. Yeah. And seems seems good. Like north. And could I'm be like, tech- north. Where, where we going? And north could be Texas. We- north could be Florida. That's still north. All we're that. talking from South America all the way to North America, right? Yeah. Going to the U.S. New York. If you're gonna go big, go to New, New York, York City. You just gotta go big. NYC. Yeah, yeah NYC. Much. So that's awesome. Yeah, buddy. Well, <clears throat> that's cool. So I think the last time we hung out was the well on a on a group ride, but before that was the Das Hugel ride. Das Hugel. Oh yeah, yeah, das, yeah. You forgot about that <laughs> when I dropped you all day. You dropped me. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I dropped you. You and uh, what's his name? Kyle. Kyle. Oh, yeah. shout out to Kyle. <laughs> all, all day. I mean, you know, I had to wait for you. I had to, you know, you know, rest stops. You know, I'm like, what is this guy? No, actually, it was the opposite. It was the other other way around. And I think I think it was the gearing. It had to be the gearing. The gearing. What yeah. do you have? Like a 28 in the back or a 25? I think it was 25 or 26. What? Yeah. I had I a think... 32 in the back. That's what? 1132. Get out so of here. So you're grinding. You're I was like grinding. You're like 60 RPM. Yeah. Like doing like 120. Yeah. You were like muscling up and then just you super impressed me on the downhills. Like yeah. I, you already know that. Like I, I was right behind you and you were just flying down like those downhills and you were in the super tuck <laughs> and I was... I, I'd never seen that like up close, like a real yeah. like, you know, international like downhill road rider. We were road hitting racer. what like forty five miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, forty five fifty. It was like insane. It's crazy. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a tough day. Yeah, my gearing was horrible. I was just like, whatever is on my you know cassette, I'm gonna yeah. go with. So I'm used to it. It's in my did, blood. Did you just change climbing. your cassette for that day? Actually, so I go to Seattle pretty often i go during the summers and there's so many hills over there yeah and we're yeah. talking about like 20 percent grades because you had just got back from seattle yeah. what from that summer yeah 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 you so it's like i'm used to it right yeah so you just gotta spin 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 and, and you had a 32 in the back 32 that's cheating that's not 32 fair. and i had a 34 in the front Oh my gosh. So just imagine that. Yeah. Almost 34, 34. Imagine having those two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was trying to at least stay in, you know, eye distance of you guys, and that didn't happen. Yeah. And as you guys, I was going up, and then y'all left the rest stop to go yeah. back into the, uh, I guess back into the route. Yeah. I saw you guys, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I felt like crap. My knees were killing me just yeah. from grinding. But it's okay. Anybody who could come onto this ride and finish it, yeah, it doesn't matter if it takes you what six hours, five hours, or, or ten hours. Like if you could finish that, props to you. Yeah. I fin I quote unquote finished, <laughs> which meant 
pretty much I did two loops and I was at like 92 miles or something two loops yeah and then I was done I was like how much is the whole thing like 20, 120 miles or 112 112 or something yeah. like that and so I uh, I was just like man you know I I just wanna I just wanna go home yeah. I, I'm done I mean yeah. I, I don't I, I didn't need the extra you know I guess 20 miles yeah. of that stuff but I um yeah, yeah. You, you know Larson Craddock, right? So he was... Larson Craddock, yeah. Yeah, he was right in there. Yeah, he was with the front group. Uh-huh. And he, I think he did it in, like, close to five hours. If Jeez. he did the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. What is crazy? I was cooked. I was already done. Yeah. I was like, man, 90-plus miles is good good for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just out there to have a good time and hang out with my buds. So. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about awesome. your Seattle trip, man. Dude, so, so you're I just training in the mountains and like Seattle. cheating and stuff. And, like, what the hell? Like, leaving us flatlanders behind? Uh, I'm kind of lucky, right? So I work at Microsoft, right, during the summers, and mm-hmm. I just go there, take my bike, and just go up the mountains, go up those hills. Yeah. You know? And but we're talking about like in the beginning, right? So it takes you a couple of weeks to go up those mountains and get used to it, right? Because of the rhythm, the cadence. So, you see. Okay, go ahead. Somehow it stopped. So, All right, we're gonna add this. So basically, so the yeah, group yeah. rides. We're talking so about the, the group group rides. group rides in Seattle. Go ahead. Basically, <laughs> they're tough. So we do a lot of climbs. Sometimes it depends on the week, and they change mm-hmm. the route. So sometimes one week it could be very hilly, the next week it could be pretty flat. But flat over there is like insanely hilly it's, it's like yeah, almost like, 2,000 feet of climbing like false flats that's what exactly you no yeah. we're talking about real climbs but still yeah if it's below a thousand feet they're called that pretty flat that's oh my god and here we try to if we get a Doesn't thousand like feet mountains i know but but what, what i'm trying to say is that basically we go on this group rise and they're pretty friend, friendly so we all like go pretty hard when we start climbing yeah and at the top we regroup not everybody's going at the same pace, right? Uh-huh. So there are people who are going to take it easier in one climb compared to the others. And then all of a sudden, they're fresh yeah. to the next climb when then, you already went out super hard. So it's like the pulling. Exactly. It's, like, it's like in the Houston, it's like when you're pulling the front yeah. and then you're done pulling, but all of a sudden someone attacks from the back yeah. and those guys follow them and then you get dropped. Yeah. Is that how it is? Yeah, but I the cool that. thing is that if you're... If we come as a group and you get to the top of the hill, we regroup. regroup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the ride, too. There's another ride that my friend does. His name is Daniel. He's a beast. Daniel Rosano. And that group ride, I've never done it. It's during the winter. Oh, Whether shit. it rains, it's icy, whether it yeah. snows, everyone goes out. It's on. And it's, on. it's a drop group ride. It's a, yeah, it's a no drop exactly. group ride. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So how'd you meet all these folks? It's just random. Just go to the group rides and just like... Just kind of ride your bike and then just talk to hey, people. And, and then like they're open to like meet up with you again. And So how was it like the first week or the first day you were there? It was you show up. Did you show up in your Colombian jersey? Pretty much. So I'm showing up with the Colombian oh, jersey. Oh, man. And that's I'm like, that, that's they're, bold. They're looking at me You better like, be like a pro. Here's the Colombian, right? With the Colombian jersey. The Colombian goat. So the goat. be ready. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to like kill it on the climbs. Right. And then the first, I think it was my second climb. I think 
Uh, are we talking like Chapel Hill climbs? What are we no, no, what, no. What no. Kind We're of talking about like higher? insane. Like, like, there's nothing in Texas that think about bigger than the Dostigo climbs. Yeah, think about Buford, but think about those like three times as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And then all of a sudden, I see myself getting dropped. Oh my god! Big time. Dropping Carlos. I know. <laughs> the Colombian goat. <laughs> On those climbs. How'd you yeah. feel? Were you just like? What the fuck? I was like, there's no way. How am I getting dropped? You know? Yeah. But and then man, these fools are like, see ya. You just got to be patient. Yeah. You just got to be patient. Yeah, you got you to gotta time it right. Yeah. So you're there for, what, two weeks until you finally got your climbing legs? Yeah, pretty much. And then you get used to it. And then you just go pretty hard and just, like, hammer it. So there are a lot of short climbs that are pretty steep. There are other ones that are moderate, like a thousand feet of climbing. Yeah. And then you could go to the Olympic Park, which basically Damn. gives you. These are real mountains that will give you five thousand feet of elevation gain. Jeez. Yeah. And that That's the cool insane. thing about that is that you, it's just you, you're by yourself. So it's like you start as a group, but like I said, like you it, never you never know how many miles does someone have. Until they show up to the right, right? So it's like, yeah, I could be with 200 miles in my legs. And then there's someone who's really strong and shows up with only like, what, 50 miles? Yeah. And just blows it. Jeez. So you just got to really, when you climb, power matters. Yeah. You got to yeah. know your threshold. You got to know what's okay. What can you sustain uh-huh. for maybe an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes? Right, right. And just climb. You so know? would you say your, your fast cadence helped you? Help you out on this? Yes. To kind of like keep it steady, keep it even? Absolutely. Wow. So, is it kind of like here, you know how we have like night bike and light bike on Tuesday, Thursdays or whatever? Is it like the same routes or do they do different routes during the week? The cool thing is that they have this uh, bike ride that, if I remember correctly, they meet on Wednesdays and they change the route every single week. Oh, shoot. Which is awesome, but they okay. post it. They post it online oh, okay, before okay. we air. You can yeah. just download it. So you can like meet up on, yeah. on the route or whatever. And we're yeah. talking about a good seventy people, eighty people Dang. show up on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like that's like a road race. <laughs> yeah. But they have different groups. And okay. It's like like you know ABC exactly. or you know yeah. twenty five plus. Then you get like you know twenty one, twenty four, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So, wow, that's amazing. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think Seattle really helped you for Das Hugel. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it sucks that I had to drop you that bad. <laughs> you know, um, but um, yeah, that's that's cool, dude. That's, yeah, man. That's uh, definitely helped because I saw you all that summer, and I was just like, you're gonna come back, just killing it, <laughs> and. And uh, I just did the just the opposite. I was like not killing it, <laughs> and but it's all good though. I've been on the mountain bike. It's been um, it's been fun doing the trails yeah. and you slow like bit. It? Yeah, man, I love it, dude. It's it's more variable stuff. It's you know, yeah, like jumping over ledges, yeah. going over rocks. Yeah, it's and so technical. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like I love like pushing the line on a trail to where it's like okay i might make it but let's let's keep rolling yeah. or let's lay off the brakes a little bit longer yeah. you know or just feather them a little bit lighter so yeah it's fun man I, i've been i've been more in the mountain bike than the road it's definitely different 
different strengths for me. I wish yeah. I could just like hop on any bike and you know be competitive. Yeah. But for me, it's like. I got to stay on one bike to stay strong and then like and another bike to stay strong. Yeah. So it's like, cause it's different positions for me. Yeah, for you know, sure. it's like different muscles, different angles that you're yeah. using. Yeah. So like, you know, especially in a road bike, you're more like flexed over yeah. and you have more like muscles yeah. involved in things versus like the mountain bike, you're more upright and more muscles are elongated. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah. So like I'll hop on my, my mountain bike I feel super strong and yeah. I'll do road rides on my mountain bike and I feel like super strong but then I have my my road bike and I'm yeah. like I mean I'm, I'm more strong than I am on my mountain bike but I can't last that longer like yeah. like I mean I, I did a ta- uh, the car bike ride on sa- Sunday and the usual like pulls that I do I can't do them as long really? yeah like yeah. I, and I can't like I used to be ridiculous like ride strong in the wind yeah and um and so I, I can't do that right now. But, yeah. you know, once mountain bike season's over and, and I'm, like, slowly transitioning to road bike road. stuff, like, I'm yeah. going to start doing two, three road bike, you know, rides in a couple weeks, yeah. you know, or two two road bike rides in a week and yeah. hopefully get that strength back. And so, yeah, man. You just got to go out there and just train. Yeah, just have fun, it's man. Like, it's all about having fun and, and being with my buds and, like, you know, it's it's just all about, you know, Like, remember out. me? It's like remember what happened to me last year how i broke my ankle yeah well i tore my ligaments i didn't break it yeah but you were out was, for a while dude. i was out for seven months and it was Damn, seven depressing months. you know how much i love cycling right so just imagine yourself sitting on a couch yeah and looking at your ankle and huh. trying to move it a little bit and, and you it, just can't and it hurt and you just like, can't and you're like trying to lift it, and you're like how are you gonna supposed to lift this ankle you know yeah it's just it's amazing right so just like if you if anybody out there gets injured you know it's just getting back into cycling just be patient yeah just, just go out just go out bike 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 and just do your rehab yeah. just like don't force it because yeah. you know you're, you're definitely gonna gonna you know hurt something or exactly. you know all that so yeah but um but yeah that's that's great man uh, I'm glad you came back from that because I know you were hurting pretty pretty bad from that. I remember I was like texting you. I was like, dude, can you be my physical therapist? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to send you some exercises. Uh, did I you did ice? Them. Did I you, did them. Did you ice them a lot or of what? Of course, yeah. Yeah. How'd you hurt it? I was playing soccer. Dude. You're trying to be uh, I was Ronaldo, trying to be Ronaldo, Messi, James Jeez. Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It happens like, to the best of us, you know. We try to go out there and and race like you know the big time cycling racers yeah. and do all this crazy stuff on you know the bike or the soccer field. So yeah. I'm glad you're back. You're, you're back, dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, seven months. Seven months. So do, like, what did you do in that seven months? Just the first three months were probably the hardest. The first six weeks, I was on a what do you call it? like a little cart like a motor scooter yeah you put and, your knee on it and i was just putting my leg up there oh my gosh and it was just hard mentally did you get physically. a bike bell <laughs> it, it actually had in a one rear, in a rear it actually mirror. had, one, it had yeah. a bike bell yeah and yeah you're rolling around campus and i was like burr, burr, everybody move out the way you should have had a sombrero with like passing out margaritas and stuff i know jeez but the first six weeks, they were just hard. Just really ah, like going dude. to physical therapy, um, having patience. And it got to the point where I was like, I had a cast. 
I had one of those air casts. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. Yeah. I just took it off, went to the gym by myself, and just rehab, rehab, yeah, rehab. Yeah. yeah. And it took me several weeks until I finally was able to like to bike without having any sort of worry, you know? Okay. Um, so like getting like what do you mean like getting on the pedals off your saddle and pushing a exactly. little bit more and like yeah. clipping off oh that was like yeah the worst yeah. thing so yeah i'm, yeah. Dude, I'm not even yeah. kidding i totally forgot hey, about that so literally to clip off it's like so i would have to use my left one go down first with my left leg yeah and they take my arms and basically go to my right one and twist manually it. Yeah. twist it. Twist it off. Because oh. I couldn't do it myself. Yeah. You know? Mm, mm. It was hard. It was hard. So, so what happened to me, this is the funny part. So I, I have the air cast on my right leg. And I'm so bored. I'm like, I don't want to be home. I want to be at the gym working right. out, right? And then I'm like, I have to get on the bike. I have to get on the bike. So I went on the stationary bike at the rec center here yeah. at Rice University. I took one of the garbage cans oh and gosh. set it up next to the bike where literally I just put my right leg on top of it <laughs> while I was spinning with my left the leg. Left and just doing and single leg. And people were like passing by and they were like, what the hell is wrong with this guy, You're right? sick. So You're... I, exactly, right? So I did it for six weeks. Oh my And gosh. then I get off, I finally start biking with the right one. Yeah. And then because I did that so much, guess what happened? I overused yeah, left of course. leg. Yeah. So, but that's good though. You right handed or left handed? I'm right handed. Okay, so you probably weren't using a, your left leg as much yeah, as yeah. your right. But still, it was cool. Yo, so, yeah, yeah. But then, but then I come back and then I injured like my knee, my IT uh, band damn, is super dude. tight. Yeah. Know? So it was it was interesting, but I'm back. I'm racing. Um, Heck yeah, you're racing. You're doing climbing. Well, doing well. Uh, uh, it's good to be young again. Those dang, those dang <laughs> ligaments just tighten I'm, back up. I'm getting older, man. Older? You can't be I'm more than like 23. 23? Yeah, I wish I was 22. 23. I'm only 19 years 19. old. 19. In, in Colombian years, right? I just got out of college, yeah. Not college. What am I talking high about? School. High school. No, you're not that young. You're <laughs> young enough. But you're still, I mean, you're old enough, but you're still young enough to heal up <laughs> heal up in like seven months, I guess. Dude, I'm but, closer to my 30s, so uh, once you hit the 30s, right? Well, no, you, I no, don't know. There's some dudes that are 40 plus that will oh, wax me on the mountain this. bike. There's a friend of mine, his name is Yonel, and he's from Seattle. Uh-huh. He's in his 50s, I think. Yeah. And this guy's a monster. He could drop me on, yeah. a, on a hill. Yeah, man. It's, and I, every, it's crazy. T- every time I see this guy, I'm like, Yonel, when I grow up and I become your age, I just want to be just like you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's just like the opposite for cycling and in sports. As we get older, we get stronger. Yeah, that's him. And it's about experience and how to like read the race and how to yeah. look at positioning and, and guys or girls who to follow, not to follow, and then yeah. get on their wheel and then just attack and... But the thing Trying is, to break. from what I hear is that as you get older, you become smarter of how you treat oh, yeah. your injuries. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, you definitely treat it well by being patient. But exactly. Like, that's good that you didn't use your right leg on that stationary bike. Yeah, that would have been so bad. Yeah, because you would have made it worse and yeah. it would have swelled up in a week and that would just set you back. So, yeah. That's good, though. You 
you didn't fight it, but you still kind of got on the stationary bike to get some fitness. So I don't, yeah, I just don't want to lose that fitness. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, we talked about your Seattle trip and your injury, and so uh, did you do any races this year? Yeah, I did a couple of races, mostly collegiate races. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rice well. Rice has a good collegiate yeah, we team, have right? An amazing team. Yeah, we have a lot of so collegiate is a little bit different than domestic, right? So we have cat a through d okay domestic is like one two three four five right and professional yeah cat one through five three, uh-huh. five and yeah. p and so i finally i've been biking for now five years and okay we're back all right. on all right sweet so yeah so i made it to cat a so, so cat a is like cat one no 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 so cat a the interesting part about cat a that it has a mixture of people who are in Cat 3, Cat 2, Cat 1, right? Okay. So, I did my first race in Cat A, got destroyed. Got so wait, destroyed. Wait, you're saying those fools are like Cat 1. They're like, like Cat 2, Cat 1, cat I don't two. know. Cat, pretty much Cat 1 to 3, but like more they're Cat 2-ish. They're just amazing. Plus, you got to think about this. I'm pretty like skinny, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty- I hate it. I hate you. Damn it. <laughs> Gosh. And like the wind was so Hold bad. Hold on to you. Damn it, metabolism. <laughs> I know, right? But the thing is that when I race that, so I finally move up to Cat A, and right. I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm super pumped. We're gonna race the state champions, uh-huh. championships, and I'm like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. But then that day, it was like in the 30 degrees. What? It was super windy, and I'm like, where is this at? This was in Denton. Near Dallas. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah, that man, that place so, gets cold easy. Yeah. Like, it'll be October, and it'll be like 30 to 50 yeah. degrees. So, like, it was so windy. This is my first time racing with these guys. Uh-huh. Some of these guys are like... And they're from different colleges? Colleges. There's people who are on their cycling team with scholarships. And I'm oh, just a graduate shit. student. I'm just a PhD student. This is like for research. fun. I know. This is like I'm like, I'm whatever. doing it just to be healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. And I like to be competitive, right? But, I, I, it's, but these it's guys are getting their, competitive. Their, their school paid for. Exactly. Oh, so yeah. some of them, some of the schools, not every single right, school. Right, right. But, um, but it's fun. It's like I showed up. I'm like all pumped. I'm ready to go. And it wasn't my race. I lasted like 22 miles. I still finished the race, but how long guys, was the race? 52 miles. What? Yeah. yeah. You got dropped? Yeah. What? I'm out 22. But what? I was. What happened? I was feeling bad, man. It Wait, was, when was this? It was a couple of weeks ago. No, you yeah. got dropped. Yeah. But the thing is that. What happened? Like, like. Okay, so you start the race. The so, race really don't start to like mile 20. Yeah. Because you're kind of rolling out. No, you this know? race there was somebody who like went off the front at mile five okay well and I mean, that happens all the time i went off the front chapel hill and but they, they let us they let, kept us away i mean we were away for like 15 minutes but but the they thing brought is us that back a in. lot of people didn't show up to this race okay so i think there was 16 of us so if we let somebody go like that person could just win the race easily really yeah and then all of a sudden like Everybody starts chasing and chasing and okay. and the wind. I'm like praying that we're gonna get like a tailwind, and it's thirty and it degrees. Never happens. Yeah, we're always hitting hitting the headwind, headwind, or headwind. cross headwind. Exactly. And then I'm like, this is tough. And then all of a sudden, like I start coughing. And oh, poor baby. I know, right? <laughs> I think I got the black lung pup. <laughs> no, were no, you no. like that? Were you coughing like that? No. 
Say yes, say yes, say yes. All right, yes. Yes, yes, yes. he was, he was, yeah. No, but I start coughing and I shit starts coming out of my mouth that is gross. I don't want to yeah, share yeah. Flam, with the group. Flam, yeah, and we know. Other stuff. And, and then I just, I couldn't hold it. But I'll be back. Yeah, be man, back. that's... that's No excuses. I got fucking dropped, and that's it. You know? Hey, man, it, at least you're out there in 30-degree weather. <laughs> I would have saw that. I'm like, I don't think I'll stay in Houston, yeah. ride a group ride, yeah. and not even worry about it. But you went up there and just rode with the elements. What was your uh, cold weather gear like? I would was you, wearing would you... heavy stuff. Yeah. I was leg warmers, arm warmers. I had a shirt underneath my jersey. Um, like shoe a cover. Like a best, yeah. 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 Third degree weather, man. You got you got to dress up, dude. I'm not used to that. I'm from Colombia. Neck, yeah. Neck it's warmer. Like, and Yeah, I came here when I was like nine years old to the U.S., but dude, I still feel like a Colombian, you know? You are Colombian. Like, yeah, through and through. High five, man. <laughs> my brother. I know, right? It's awesome. So, uh, dang, well, yeah, third degree weather, man, it's, it's, it's a tough race. And headwind, it's just, was it, like, sunny at least, or was it all, like, It was overcast? sunny. Okay. It was sunny, but still, it was just really windy. Yeah. I was not ready for it, but it happens, right? Yeah, man, it's, yeah, I mean. That's why least... you, know, you don't give up, you just go back and ride again. Yeah, no, you didn't, you didn't lose. You, you yeah. still won, dude, in my book. I mean, you still yeah. give it all your God and, like, you know, you showed up. I mean, yeah. you, you. I still finished the you, race. You wrestled with the group and yeah. you finished. And like most folks would like sit, get in the sad car, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I'm done. Like there's no DNF. Dude, yeah. You finished. Yeah. So, absolutely. So, um, and our, you, the race director was trying to tell me, like, hey, do you want to come in the car? I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. you no don't quit, man. Heck I'm not no. Even getting a DNF. He has, right? like, hot coffee. I know. Like, hey, I got some hot coffee, some marshmallows. There's no way I'm getting a DNF. You know? <laughs> got some fried chicken in here, you know, whatever. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. And be like, nah, I, I came to finish this race. I'm not, I'm not going in the car, what, 30, 40 miles in the race? Yeah. So, yeah, man. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the fun part back. about cycling right it's like it's called, I'll call it back. so basically you just you just you think you're strong and then there's always somebody better than yeah, you yeah there's always someone better than you mm-hmm. and we're talking about like for me there's so many people who are way better than me here in Houston yeah so it's like I, I just love that competitive aspect of just matching yourself against somebody who's way better than you to see how long you could last mm-hmm. and you just keep improving yeah right because that's how we get better man yeah you know we're we always got to chase that group or that one or two guys that are stronger than us yeah you know if not then we're always going to be in the front and then yeah. stay that way yeah. until someone else comes beat beats us up or drops us and yeah and when that happens, that's usually in a race, and you don't want that to happen. Yeah. You know, you want to do it in a group ride and happen you in a race, so the next time you show up, I mean, you know, you, you could definitely be stronger from that. So, I mean, that's the way I see it. Yeah. You know, you ride... I like to ride with guys that I potentially can get dropped by. Yeah. You know, um, that's it just makes me stronger, so... That's fun. Yeah. I feel like in every well, single group ride that I go to, there's always, always somebody stronger than me. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, no question. And I used to, like, when I roll up to group rides and I know probably more than half of the guys can drop me, I don't really get scared. I used to get scared, not scared, but, like, worried. Yeah. 
But it's like, okay, cool. Like, just accept it. Yeah. And just know that it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna suffer and you're gonna, it's gonna be painful. Yeah. And but you just gotta like, you, that, that's when your tactics and your, you know, ride ability has to come into play. You yeah. gotta ride smart. You know. Exactly. And that's I, I'm I'm getting better. You know, it's it's just it's a long process, but you know, riding in the road group. I mean, you know, we have a lot of Houston cycling talent in this city, yeah. and you know. And they're they've got a lot of good strengths, and I know the guys that race, and so I know what to expect. Yeah. And so um, when I see those guys, I get a little not worried, but like I know, it's like, okay, it's gonna be a hard day, you know? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, let's just take it, and then I just know that it's just gonna make me stronger yeah. in the next week or two, you know, in another ride. So yeah, something that I thought about lately is like I always want to ride as much as I can, right? And just try to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to a certain level, if you become a cat one, right, or a cat two, what is it that you got to give up in order to sustain that level of cycling, right? To so s- To stay as strong as Just cat- basically, yeah, because these guys and girls, are, uh, when you look at their Strava, they're riding like some of them, not all of them. Like 12 hours. More than 12 hours. Yeah. I've seen guys who are just like riding like 25 hours and i'm like don't you have a full-time job you know yeah props to them people could do it and but i you know i'm i'm on cat three and hopefully one day i want to continue moving up but i just want to know it's like with my graduate school trying to do my work there yeah and trying to focus on a future career it's like what what is sustainable what is healthy yeah you know well definitely finish your career yeah exactly. definitely finish up your yeah. studies man get that master's and the phd man phd oh there. doctor my bad oh my bad. i gotta call you dr moreno man no no what no. the heck Dude, even if i get a PhD. doctorate i'm always gonna stay humble so yeah yeah don't don't call me you could call me carlitos carlos Carlito. <laughs> yeah that's awesome dude yeah you can be a doctor when when do you graduate that's a big question, man. It's big, like, I thought you graduate this summer. I thought so too, but because we like, we went it, riding uh, <clears throat> that Houston tap and pedal ride, remember? Yeah, yeah. I saw you. Yeah. So who knows? That was well, the last time I saw you in the bike. The thing is that with graduate school, it's like you never know when you're going to be done. You just got. Yeah, you do. You look at your like course credits, and then you're like, okay. <laughs> I, I got, wish I was got, like, You know, like seven credits or seven classes. Okay. Yeah. I can finish those up in the summer. Maybe one or two in the you know in the fall. I got what you got to write one of those dissertation things or whatever. Yeah, like, and then, <laughs> one of those. One. I don't of those know. And I was. I said a dissertation once, and they're like brutal. They're brutal, man. Like, and I was. I think some bunch of students. I was in like a. It was like anatomy, physiology. Like I think a PhD in like kinesiology or something. Yeah. Something nothing. I don't know. And then all these professors were like shooting questions at them, That's and it, so it was hard, like man. totally stressful because yeah. like. These professors are experts, yeah. like times two in yeah. their profession. So they know what to ask and they know what to what to hear from these students. Yeah. So it's, it's it's hard, man. But hey, the cool thing is that once I'm done with this PhD, it's just gonna feel so great, so great. I've, yeah, I I know dude. a couple of people who they just finished their PhD right now. Yeah. And all they tell me is like, it's the best feeling yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, because you put so many years into that work and research. How many years have you been in already? If I stay an extra year, it's going to be six. Extra year? Yeah. 
Man, wrap this stuff up in like three I months. I want to wrap it up. Wrap it up in hey, six months. Talk to my advisor so she right. sees this pump cat. Is she cute? Or take her out to <laughs> no, 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 don't say that. Is she cute? What? No, no. She, she's she amazing. She, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll take her out like, look, my buddy Carlos, uh, take you out to Houston's restaurant or something or a nice dinner. Nah. I'll be like, look, you need, to, you need to shoot my buddy along. He needs to get his PhD and start making some money. You know? I'll be there pretty soon. So we're, we're talking next year. Well, we're probably December or next year. We'll see. Okay. Um, I just want to finish. I'm not in a hurry, right? I'm expecting your last name to be on a tall building one day. <laughs> Moreno Enterprises. Dude. Done. Enterprises. <laughs> and you can hire me to be your HR. No, you no, know, no. Or your podcast HR. <laughs> I'd be the interviewee, you know, asking all the nah, cool. Nah. We'll see. We'll see what I want to do in the future. Hopefully one day. So we'll make it once happen. you get your doctorate in what's at the end of the day, what's gonna, what's going to be called? It's going to be called industrial organizational psychology. Oh, shoot. Psychology? Yeah. yeah. Industrial organization. Yeah. So okay. it's like the psychology within businesses. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, like strategic planning yeah. and like getting exactly. them rolling on like productivity and production yeah. and all that stuff. Exactly. And, all of that, you know. Wow. So there's two sides. There's the industrial side, which is focuses mostly on selection, right? Uh-huh. And then you also look at the organizational side, which okay. is like organizational change. How do you motivate your employees? Um, that's a big deal. Yeah. That, that's a huge deal. I mean, yeah. if, if your employees aren't motivated, they're really not going to be as productive. Of course. And they're just going to be like nine to five or whatever. They're just yeah. going to show up and yeah. just be there. So Exactly. So wow. I just love doing the research, consuming it, just reading it, then taking it into practice. Yeah. And when I work on Microsoft, like having all this knowledge okay. and just applying it to the business. Yeah. So cool. Really awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, good for you. That's yeah. that sounds like a a big deal because there's like so many businesses that like need help and yeah, you know, kind of kind are probably would benefit from your strategic planning or what would you call it? What would you, like consulting? It depends. So I could do consulting if I want to. Like, say a business is like, look, my employees aren't doing well. They're they're not doing what they're supposed yeah. to do. Our numbers aren't here. Yeah. Well, what would your like you would plan be, would be called? Be like that. Just type like, of as a consultant. Consultant. Okay. Yeah. So it depends on the business, right? So if you're coming from the outside, of course you're an external consultant. Right. Okay. But if you're within the business, uh-huh. they have internal consultants. Cool. And depending on how big the company is, if they could afford them. Right. Right. So Microsoft, they could afford internal consultants that could basically specialize in different areas. Okay. Of the business. Right. And. They still work with a lot of external consultants, but they're, you know, it depends on the size. It depends on how much money the company makes, mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You get yeah, to talk man. to a lot of people. Meet yeah, a lot you're of a people. people person, man. I love talking to people, right? Dude, you, I'm sure you like that spark, right? <laughs> that spark you get in, like, in someone's head, like that light bulb moment, yeah. and you're like, oh my, like, when you, when you talk about a plan and you can kind of see that they're kind of excited. Yeah. And then you drive that excitedness into like times ten, and then you see that like, oh, okay, I I, I know that angle, right? Hopefully, hopefully, I man. know that angle, and then they're like, they have a different view. Yeah, 
you know. Exactly. And so, because I mean, like it, when you work a job, what for ten plus years, right? Yeah. And you're doing the same thing, or you you transition to something, kind of tweak it a little bit different, but it's almost the same thing. Yeah. And it's like over and over, like you said, yeah. And then you get tired of it, and then you lose interest, right? Yeah, of I mean, that's that's just normal. Yeah. I'm not saying that's bad. It's just normal, like how we do every day. And so that's good that like people like you to come in to say, hey, you know, let's have this conference or let's have this like, you know, pep rally to get, you know, whatever your boss needs, you know, to get out of you, your productivity, or maybe we we need to like put you somewhere else, right? Of course, of course. Into a different like chain of command or whatever, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's what I like about my profession is like, you know, once if I get, you know, tired of what I'm doing, I can work in like different aspects of physical therapy, you know, working with kids. I love working with kids. Um, I was working with like orthopedics, sports medicine, there's, you know, geriatrics. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you can do. That's awesome. And like your, your world is just the same. I mean, there's many different facets of that. So many different things I could do, right? I'm just trying to gain experience, learn from the best. Yeah, and then one day, you know, go private, do a consulting firm. Yeah, man. See if that happens. If you see my name on the top of a building, I, that's what I want. <laughs> Moreno Enterprises, <laughs> powered by H Town Hats yeah. Podcast. <laughs> Travel the world. Just, just send me like all over the world interview, interview folks. It's so funny. And man. then I'll take my bike everywhere. So, cheers to that, man. Cheers to that, man. It's awesome. We'll see, man. Hopefully, one day. I just want to, you know, it's like I've, I've been really fortunate just to be in the position that I am, right? Getting my PhD. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm blessed, whatever you want to say, lucky, fortunate, and just going to Rice University. It's such a great school. I, would, I wouldn't say lucky, man, because, I mean, yeah. I've known you, what, we've known each other for two years, maybe? Three? Maybe three. Three years. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've always known you as, like, a driven, like, yeah. focused person. So there's no luck involved. <laughs> it's all, like planning yeah you don't just fall into by luck in a phd program yeah, yeah. and be successful yeah. like it's it's all about you know planning and looking ahead you yeah. know six months ahead or even like you know three weeks i mean you you really focused on, exactly. on what you want to do so it's so, it's just about staying driven staying focused and um and finishing pretty much yeah so, so that's what I think, man. So just saying that, like, thank you for that. But it's no, like, yeah, it's true, dude. It's like, I just want to take back everything that I've learned and just give it back to our communities, right? Yeah, okay. So we're talking about Latinos. We're talking about many different people that don't have these opportunities like I had them. Uh-huh. And just to give them back, right? And I've been able to, like, travel the world as well. Really fortunate about that. Yeah. And just the people that I've met in so many different countries it's just mind-blowing seeing what they're going through right yeah, yeah and we come back here and we're going through a struggle we're going through something and then i think back about the things that i saw in india yeah, yeah right? doesn't, doesn't or Myanmar. Yeah. it doesn't even compare right so it's like one day yeah i want to get a phd i want to make it big but at the same time it's like how can i take all this knowledge and just apply it to just bring it back to the world to yeah. the people that need it right just right. to make everybody better right yeah that's that's it's getting deep bro it is this yeah. tea man <laughs> this tea is amazing yeah i love it what's this tea called again the, the relaxation uh, spoke, tea the relaxation spoken the real truth i know right h time tea oh my god yeah maybe we should get another one it's awesome uh but that's cool dude yeah, yeah. i mean that's that's almost kind of like my path 
in you know my line of work is you know folks that don't know about their own body yeah you know it's crazy that when i talk to someone who just had surgery and they just say oh i had knee surgery okay well there's like 30 different aspects of a knee you know what kind of knee surgery you have an acl you have a knee replacement did you have you know um a patella tendon repair whatever and like i don't know yeah and then i'm like okay first of all how you gonna let some guy or girl like cut on you and not know what happened like i I, for me i have to like i need to know what happened i need to know how to help before middle and end you know i need instructions yeah and so which is fine i mean like you know patient education that's what i'm there for yeah and so that's what you're doing with your clients is you know educating them and like furthering their career and i'm furthering my patients on better uh planning post-op pre-op whatever and so um you know that that extra knowledge that extra kind of like light bulb moment is like for me that light bulb moment for me when i'm talking to a patient it's like you know different ways on how to strengthen the quad muscle you know there's more than one way to skin a cat you know so when when i see that that like oh my gosh i could totally do that when they can't get out of bed they're laying in bed like all day uh-huh. like they're bed bound or they're wheelchair bound yeah you know or they you know so wow i yeah so i'm working with patients who are stuck in the bed 24 7 wow so what that means to me is like i got to teach them how to look you know roll on their side to you know uh wow. avoid pressure ulcers yeah from their bottom or their back or whatever yeah. you know we have to get their their uh muscles stronger so that's that's kind of where i'm at or if you have someone that can get out of the bed but only can sit down in a chair yeah but can't stand yet okay so look i mean there's so many different exercises we can do of course to strengthen the body so and like when i see that like oh my gosh i could definitely do that like that which what i just saw on you like okay that's cool yeah you know like that's that's what drives me for my physical therapy career it's like that's why i do it yeah and like one of my uh all-time favorite times when i was a student at utmb i was working yeah. in uh intensive care unit yeah. my last rotation um i had a patient who had hepatitis and she was waiting to, to get a liver transplant oh, wow. but she was she had so many like sicknesses and diseases yeah. and yeah. i don't you know don't quote me on this but like they don't give you organs unless you can like survive it right yeah and um so she was you know they, they were trying to get you know these diseases under control and eradicated but it was just her prognosis was was low it was yeah. very low and so um i was there maybe first day and her stomach was distended so pretty much is it looked like she was about to have twins oh no way like her stomach was huge just because she has so much fluid in there yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's only 23 years old wow you know i don't know the history on you know what what happened before you know i'm not there for that i'm just there to like stretch her legs i was there to stretch her legs her her heel cords and uh you know have her sit on the side of the bed and that was a that was a big day for her yeah and that was like the best thing she could do and so she's laid up in the bed her husband's in in one room her parents are another and you know they're from another country so they can't they can't afford the hospital her her bill was like over a million dollars what it's crazy yeah and so she was in the hospital that long like months we're talking months and i was there and so you know for me my job was just to like stretch her legs so she can move around in bed better yeah and so um i pretty much was stretching her legs and then 
you know, from being in the bed so long, she just develops all this dried skin and, and, you know, um, the nurse was going to come in and give her a bath, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the things was like, there's like a shower cap they put on with like soap built in. So then the soap kind of cleanses the hair and the scalp gets all the like dead skin. So it doesn't attract any insects or anything. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it. I told the nurse, I was like, I'll do it. So like I massaged her legs and her feet. Oh wow. And I was like, yeah, like I was like, that was, that was like, you know what? I'm going to treat you to a spa day pretty much. So like I was stretching her legs. I had like, this lotion i was like massaging her calves yeah. and stretching out her achilles yeah. massaging her feet and just like trying to move her ankles around really good and like like her eyes were like rolling in the back of her head i felt kind of weird like her husband's right there like dude <laughs> i'm not trying to do it and i'm just trying to make her wife comfortable you yeah. know but he was cool and then uh about it and so and then <laughs> once it came like the nurse gave me the cap and I put it on her head, and I would just like massage. Gave her the probably the best mas- like scalp massage ever. Dude, I need one of these, man. Dude, dude, you gotta get it, man. It's hospital issue. And so, uh, like, yeah. So I was like, you know, massaging her neck, massaging her scalp. I mean, it was amazing for yeah. her. I mean, just yeah. for her to like, for me to spend, you know, forty five minutes an hour. And then when I was like down on her feet, like washing her feet, yeah. I just like. At that moment, I just like you know what this is. This is why I'm I'm here. Yeah, this yeah. is what brought me to this profession. Yeah. It's like to help people. Such an awesome that experience. can't that can help themselves more yeah, or less. Yeah. You know, and it's so that, but yeah. that's amazing, right? Because you you have this intimate interaction with your with your patients. Yeah, and you the, that entire process of like somebody not being able to move and yeah. helping them go through all of this. Yeah, and it's just like. That's why I have so much respect for people like yourself, people who are in the health industry. Yeah. Especially nurses. Oh my gosh, yeah. What what nurses go through? Yeah, they, they're the saviors. Yeah. I know, I know. So they're like the skeleton. They're they they hold the hospital together. That's you know? it's so like props to them, props to you. It's just it's just amazing. It's just even myself because I've been a patient myself. Yeah. And there's a physical therapist taking me through the whole process mm-hmm. where I'm on the bench screaming and yelling and yeah. saying, what the F is going on with my body, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're telling you, they're reminding you, you'll be okay. Just trust me. Yeah. Just trust me, right? And they take you through the whole process and you're back, right? Yeah. <laughs> they kind of like bring you back home. Exactly. And, you know, yeah, I've been there, you know, like I busted my shoulder. I got a shoulder separation. Oh, my gosh. See that oh. See that? See that guy? move it back and forth look at that look at that dude that's crazy i think i'm gonna put a tattoo on it and and put an arrow and put don't land here just in case just to remind me if i ever get in a bike crash just go the other side yeah yeah i was in a bike and a cyclocross race at the white oak conference center yeah this is probably about four four or five years ago now and i was on my mountain bike and i didn't pre-ride the course because it was probably the same as the other weeks. It was like a series. Yeah. And uh, I had my mountain bike and I locked it out. And so, which means, you know, the fork and the, the rear suspension were stiff, right? Yeah. So any bump, it'll push back. Like a, if you're on a road bike, right? So um, I, I was racing, didn't pre-ride. And then we go over this huge log without a landing. Yeah. And... I like hiked my front wheel, but my back wheel hit it, and the uh-huh. rear suspension just bucked me off like a Bronco. What? I go flying. I'm like, at that time, I was like 125 pounds, yeah. like nothing. 
And so I go off and then I land on the right hand, my right side of the shoulder. And I feel what I thought it was a dislocation. And I dislocated both shoulders. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's dislocated. We can just pop it back in. And, I, <laughs> and I've actually like Mel, I Mel Gibson my shoulder. Oh Remember? my gosh. You know yeah, that yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For lethal sure. Weapon movie. Yeah. So I started moving it back and forth and it wouldn't, <laughs> You're like, it didn't back. feel like, like popping in. <laughs> yeah. Because I couldn't move it. Yeah. Like it was like totally like flaccid. And so then my everyone of course is on the, is a doctor on the side of the you know of the of the race he's like oh you broke your collarbone or you yeah. did this and i was like just take me to the er let's you know let's get some let's x-rays get yeah. and it was broken and so no it wasn't broken <laughs> it wasn't so i talked to the nurse and i called the the major corporation i was working the yeah. healthcare you know uh corporation i was working for and i called in early i was like look i'm coming in the er can you hold me a spot I were, you know, I'm an employee. They're like, cool. So they had me like first in, maybe second patient in. And I said, I think it dislocated my shoulder, but I don't know. Like, let's take some x-rays, you know, and see. And then they were like, okay, well, then they put me in a room. And then they're like, we're going to give you this IV. And I go, what's the IV for? It's like, we're going to put you under. And I go, for what? What? what and then they were like because you said it's just located so we have to pop it back in i was like well that's why we take x-rays yeah, yeah. we need to know the outcome before yeah. you do anything yeah and they go okay fine so then they come back with the x-rays and like oh you just separated your shoulder you didn't dislocate it and oh. i'm like so you're about to put an IV. yeah <laughs> you're about to put me to sleep that i didn't know like you know you can't what if something goes wrong you, you yeah. don't wake up you're dead you don't you know? wake up you know and then now i gotta haunt you on the bike <laughs> that don't know you yet and so um so yeah so yeah that that happened and then i saved myself that iv and then the doc was like okay you don't need surgery just let it heal your therapist you know what to do so just do it and i'm like all right cool so i did it and like probably about three months i had it working perfect okay i mean you know it's it's good yeah three months but i mean it gets sore after like 100 miles but yeah you know just stretch it out but like that first six weeks yeah. my my doctor was like don't get on the bike and i was like what about the trainer he's like uh okay get on the trainer yeah. so i had a, had a kicker i just bought a kicker okay cool so i was putting light pressure on yeah, just yeah. kind of getting it like stabilized because the clavicle i ripped off the uh a chromium clavicular ligament yeah. and that's the acc joint and so or yeah ac a chromium clavicular ligament so but there's you have two other ligaments just remember your anatomy class yeah (laughs) so i but you have two other ligaments that keep the clavicle down yeah and i still had those intact yeah but my shoulder blade and clavicle were like it was so freaky it was like somebody moving my shoulder Uh, it was like nasty feeling yeah yeah that's That's how that's what i said on the train i was like ah sir it's like i was barely pushing any pressure on the bars on the handlebars and it would like move crazy i was like okay okay so that's scary yeah so if i would have seen i would have fainted yeah yeah (laughs) so but it was it was it was brutal it wouldn't it was three months but got it done yeah just just did the rehab and did what I was supposed to do. It was patient. Cool. So yeah, man. Nice man. But uh, story. But you're back. I'm back. You're back. back Stronger Jack. than ever. Just trying, trying to stay with it. It's these mountain bikers, Cat One guys, are ridiculous. Yeah. These I guys bet. from Austin and Dallas. Yeah. And, you know they, they have it over there, they right? They step it's in their like backyard. backyard. They're already climbing a thousand feet in the first thirty minutes. It's That's like, awesome. It's hard. So. <laughs> but uh, so what's on tap for your racing? schedule the, i want to try um bear creek 
Oh yeah, um, that starts next week, right? I think some of the crits. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that a couple of times here and there. Uh, my main race for the entire season is always uh, the state champ. Oh, uh, Colleen, um, Fort Hood. Fort Hood. Yeah. Yes, I love that race. Dude, I the love Fort Hood race. is insane. Yeah. I raced that one time. I love it. I just bought my tarmac. This was yeah. probably about like six years ago. Yeah. And I was like super brand new. But I was on the uh, HCC cycling team. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and me and my buddy Zach, Zach Ross, I don't think you know him. And so we drive. It's like a six-hour drive, right? Yeah. And so we drive out there, and it's supposed to storm. And I just bought my tarmac. And... Uh, we get out there like I think at 9 a.m. or something and it's raining already like it's already raining it's raining on and off yeah and it's it's like maybe like 70 degrees it's not cold yeah I mean it's decent you know but we're like I don't know about these descents Mm -hmm. in the rain you know I think it was a four or five race or four race okay I I was a four race and then my buddy Zach was like, dude, we didn't just drive six hours to, <laughs> to, race. to stay in the hotel. We could have stayed, did that in Houston. We're racing. Yeah. I was like, I'm racing. I, I don't know about you. I was like, all right, screw it. I'll, I'll race. Yeah. So we're going down. You, you, you raced it, right? Yeah. We're going down the sense of like, I saw like 48, 50. I'm like kissing 50 miles an hour. <laughs> That's scary, dude. In the rain, like yeah. torrential sideways rain. Yeah. We're talking elbow to elbow. Yeah. And everyone's like just going crazy and someone shouts like all right let's be safe we're trying to go to work tomorrow yeah that usually happens yeah and everyone was pretty chill but that was that was an intense day that was probably the most craziest uh bike race that i've i've been on yeah i love fort hood so i had that i I always focus on that race so it seems like it's usually chapel hill beforehand just so like a week prior to yeah. Fort Hood. Okay, yeah, and yeah. And uh, so I do both Chapel Hill just to warm up, right? To get ready for Fort Hood. Yeah. And then I just do for Fort Hood. And then in in June, I think the first weekend of June, I'll be in Seattle. I'll be doing a race there. Yeah. First weekend in June. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be fun. Is that the cat? Is that the collegiate? No, 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 no. It's going to be it's a, it's a really interesting race. It's actually, we've done it for three years now. And it's a relay team, and they put different spots throughout okay. all over Seattle that you have to go Whoa. to yeah. and like check in okay. right, and take a photo. But you have teams of four. Okay. And basically, all of you guys just go around for 100 miles, I think, and you do like 7,000 feet of climbing. Oh my gosh. And the first team to win, they get like amazing prizes. So it's a 100 mile relay? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Everybody's together. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, so, wait. You guys are all riding together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, it's a team of four. So, okay. Okay. So, it's really, really fun. That's cool, man. And the cool thing is that I've won it for the first... I won it the first time. What? I won it the second time. When did you win it? Um, the past two summers. Okay. Okay. And man, you're rating champ. <laughs> so, rating, I have like that a, pressure, right? So, I'm not going to be in Seattle this marked. summer. I'm not in Seattle this summer. Okay. Exactly, okay. right? So, okay. They're like, are you going to come, Carlos? Are you going to come? Oh, so I'm these like, folks know you already. Yeah. So yeah, we well, like, were there, yeah, the past two summers. Yeah, yeah. so they're like, I'm going to make it out there. And yeah, just yeah. Race and just to see everybody in Seattle and just You got your teammates? Fun. I got my teammates. It's, uh, you got myself, them picked out already, right? And three more. Yonel, which is the guy who's in his 50s, and he's just amazing. Yeah. He's going to be racing. We have also this guy, Daniel, and we have Thomas and myself. And, and they're all climbers. They're 
pretty much all climbers um, were pretty similar in strength. Yeah. Um, I think Daniel's a beast. He, this guy could drive me easily on a hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a beast. But I, I'm only, I'm gonna do a little bit of the pulling. Yeah, so that should be fun. Heck yeah, man! That's um, awesome. So dude. hopefully we'll win it this year. Get it? So do y'all get like a cool plaque and like they should medals. do that. They should they send you wait. to like different wineries and like so uh, wait restaurants. is this is this like a registered like a official race or just kind of like a it's not an official race through like collegiate cycling or USA cycling okay it's like it's done it's by, like a local thing exactly okay, okay. but it's it's growing. Yeah, and a lot of people are getting familiar with it, and there are a lot of people registered, right? Yeah, and getting folks from like out of town and stuff. I I think it's getting to that point. Okay, right. Okay. I told my buddies, and they were like, they looked at it, and they were like, they're actually from California, and they're like, they're thinking about going up to yeah. raise it. Yeah, that's cool, man. More people, the better to get it on exactly. the map, you know. So it's a lot of fun. Hopefully, we'll win. And win. Do it. Three for three. <laughs> get it. The three and then three three. after that they're gonna hand out championship rings <laughs> you know three p oh man that's Hopefully. awesome dude that's so cool i love that race so i'm pretty sure that now what's it once, called again um what's it called uh-oh oh sure i should know this He's trying to figure it out, folks. We're here at Path of T. Path of T. And off of Richmond, right? West Alabama. West Alabama. And uh, beautiful day. It's already 6.09. Just hanging out. H-Time. And, uh, yeah, it's been an amazing day. It's uh, It's been great. Oh, Good Easter believe, weekend. Huh? And uh, hopefully this comes out good on the H-Town podcast. I think I have one. I don't know if I have any watchers. But. Oh, man, I can't believe I can't find it. It's okay. It's all right. We'll just, we'll just call it, we'll just call it Carlos, Carlos Race. <laughs> we'll just name it your race since you won it two years in a row. Yeah. So... He has this really cool name. That's awesome, dude. So yeah. you have that coming up on top, and you're going to do Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. What else? You can do uh, Houston Grand Crit. Um, I think so. When is you that again? May. May. I think first weekend of May. Yeah, I'll probably do it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun, dude. Yeah. It's going to be insane. Everyone's going to be there. I probably I may jump in a little okay. four, four, five, or four race. We'll see. Do it, or, man. Now I'm 35 plus. Do those races. Yeah. Ugh. So... That's cool. Ooh. Good for you, man. Yeah, brother. Good times. Well, what do you got on tap for tomorrow? Are we gonna, oh, you're going to do, do Vite. Vite. All right. Vite, I keep right. saying the Vite. The is Vite. It, is that V-I-T-E? Yeah, or is it, I think it's Vite. Well, I call it Vite. Vite. I don't know. It sounds better. Yeah. They'll probably be like this ass all the same. Vite or Vite. V, I think it's pronounced V. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. that's how it's pronounced. That's, but it's I a call fast it V right? Yeah, yeah, super fast. God, yeah, I probably get dropped. <laughs> I wouldn't last. And then they do different routes, right? Yeah. Like, fast route does one ride. Yeah. Second fast. So if you get dropped, you're done. Like, pretty it, much. You're not gonna get picked up from. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, pick your poison wisely. So. <laughs> It'll be fun. 
But damn, this is awesome, dude. It's awesome. Well, Love being here. I'm glad you were able to hang out. Yeah, brother. And uh, skip it up. Experience Keep the H Town Haps. Yeah, what's the podcast? H Town. H Town. H hyphen T I N E. H Town. H Town. It's a little bit of a Texas slang. Yeah. And uh, and then Hats podcast. Yeah. And then powered by Tito Racing, my dog named my own yeah. little bike racing team tito i'm trying to get jerseys made yeah with his picture on the back yeah so i'm kind of talking to ccn you know yeah. that jersey company yeah, yeah so i gotta get a design made and all that stuff so nice man so keep it up don't give up don't give up <laughs> keep, keep going doing it. keep going cool you want to say anything else before we uh end this thing no nah, so we're gay any last we words we see everyone we see we're live any last I- words any last go words out, to go the, out cycling uh, for the cycling community? Go out cycling, have fun. Look at this beautiful weather. Yeah, it's amazing. Don't miss out before July comes around. Oh, then it's, it's like 110 yeah. degrees. We look like we're comfortable now. <laughs> I know. Talk to us in three months. We'll be I know. sweating our tails off. Sweet man. All right, man. Carlos, we're out. Thanks for coming out, brother. Man, Appreciate you. it. Awesome, high five man. Again. High five, brother. All right. Adios. See you.